Hello, and you're listening to the best drone podcast out there, Let's Drone Out. We would like to thank all of our patrons, including... Ricky Dread. As well as... Art Faulkner. And... That's it. We've only got two out of the four $12 patrons who would help pay for the editing for this train wreck of a show. If you want to get your name read out, please donate to patreon.com forward slash let's drone out. Let's drone out. Hello and welcome to the second best show on the internet. Uh, let's try now. <laughs> Tonight we are joined by Andrew slash Frank. Hello. Andy RC. How's it going? My little Coco. Bonjour. Daddy. Hello. Also known as Curry Kitten. Uh, Gav, who's Scottish, he doesn't have a translator, but Andy RC is going to repeat everything he says. <laughs> get, get it on, yes. That was... Andy, can you translate that? Get, get it up, yes. We say something similar. It's like up yours, right? Get it up, yes. And I am Bright Until I Fly. Hello, welcome. Good evening. And we're here to talk about what life is like flying FPV in Scotland. <laughs> somewhere that possibly has worse weather than the UK. This Only for 10 minutes. Then it changes. Whoa, whoa, Jack. Scotland is part of the UK. There was no, they're not. Very, they're they're not. They're it was Scottish. sensible. They voted to remain. <laughs> yeah, so they're part of the UK. Um, no, they, they've, they've lined Hadrian's Wall with explosives and they're going to blow it and float away. <laughs> right well yeah i invited gavon because i wanted to know uh more about um what i've been hearing more about in uh the sort of race organizers um chats that i lurk in um which is about uh a, a, a style of um doing the, the finals at the fpv races called uh triple finals um which has has kind of been uh frowned upon for many many years or however long it's been going whatever um uh but it sounds like uh it's been quite popular in scotland for quite a while and now uh some of the english organizers have, have, have actually been to some of these events and seen how it's run and gone actually that's quite good we might borrow that and use that uh, so I thought it would be interesting to hear kind of a bit more about what that means because I don't really know. <laughs> well, I, I just go into a bar and say, "Can I have a triple double?" and then that's it. <laughs> um, so, Gav, could you explain for us idiots who don't know what it means? What is a triple final? Triple final. Um, so instead of just running a single race. And um, winner takes all. We run 
three races, basically. You've got your, your different groups. You have your A's, your B's, your C's, um, depending on whatever one qualifies. Um, and the top ones, typically, your, your top 12 pilots will run three races each in their finals. Um, you get a couple of points for each where you come. And then basically whoever, whoever ends up with the least amount of points um, comes out on top at the end of it. Um, we found last year we, we did a lot of uh, single finals and sort of knockout races. And, you know, someone could be totally on it all day and then get ran over um, in their final or video problems or something could ruin, ruin that one race. Um, and they'd lose out. So we thought, well, we'll give this triple finals a try and um, bring in a bit of consistency um, rather than just that one that one race counting. Yeah, because the sort of the way that the, the national championships has been, been run up to now has been a, sort of a, a case of saying, okay, the, the finals, yeah, they're, they're kind of a bit, you know, you could be lucky or unlucky and that can have a massive impact on it. So we're going to ignore the final results and we're going to do everything off the qualifiers um, for the for the rankings to pick who goes in the championships up to now. Um, and there's, there's some suggestion that maybe using the triple finals, maybe that kind of evens that out enough that maybe we could... Uh, you know, do it off the final results from from each event, and, and that that was a very contentious point that's been talked about a bit at the moment that I've seen. Yeah, but, I had a, was it Matt? I think it was Matthew Evans had a, a good conversation backwards and forwards with him on one of the the BDRA pages. Um, we we do slight we do everything slightly different, so we use the same sort of qualifying format, but instead of treating each qualifying run as an actual race, it's more as a qualifying run, much like um, conventional motorsport. So we use staggered starts. Um, each pilot gets shouted out. You go, so you're not, it's not head-to-head -head racing through the qualification runs. It's literally pacing. Mm. Um, so we do that. And you're typically, we're getting five, five, five qualifying runs. Um, faster pilots are obviously coming around and, Catching the catching the slower pilots, but typically you're flying in in, in open air to try and get the your good laps in. Um, we were using the same format, the as many laps as you can get in a set time. Um, and yeah, um, we, we went from the the sort of staggered starts qualifying to the 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 heads up three times finals to to finish it off and take that sort of you're ranked on how fast you can go and then you're putting your triple finals to to see who can actually race it out. Hmm. Because is is also the um I think I'm right in saying that the the scoring as well has sort of been borrowed from that same idea of um that sort of the lower score gets you higher up the ranking. That's also been taken on for the for the British Championships as well, I think. Um yeah, we, we're pretty much just, uh, everyone's using the, the live time system. So we're pretty much relying on that. Um, I think it's built in, you know, with the, you, you can set up your triple mains. You get first, you get a point, you get second, you get two points. So it's, pretty, it's pretty simple. Um, and it's, it's worked out. We ran the calendars, eight events. Um, our total miracle, only the, the weather only managed to cancel one. 
um, which is a nice. total miracle for up here, to be honest. But <laughs> um, we got our seven races ran, um, and it, it all it worked out pretty well. Yeah. So uh, with, with that, sorry, Frank, okay, with, with that system, I'm just wondering if it's mathematically possible for people to end up with the same number of points, and it, is there some sort of tie-break system if that's the case? Uh, it comes down to um, who is faster on an individual run. Uh, I think it's from the finals, I think it comes down to who's faster in the finals. So it'll add together, we're doing finals typically over three laps, or work out. Who's who did who did the fastest run? So if you had two people doing a getting a first say, um, it'll work out who who had the quicker first, and obviously it awards it to them. Ah, cool. And you guys use VTX timing, don't you? Yeah, we use the VTX. Um, the the races I organise with the Edinburgh Group, we we get access to our the full blown TBS timer, the event timer, through a wee sponsorship with the Cool Toys Shop. Uh, the guys through in Glasgow have got the the immersion one, and they've been letting the all the other clubs borrow their timer. So, um, I think some of the clubs have got the Delta Fives. We've got a Delta Five kicking around somewhere as well. So, it's all yeah. in the VTX timer. This is a fun thing to watch as well because um, you know, that was again something where you know the Scottish lads have been running events on the VTX timing. Meanwhile, you know the a lot of the the um, Particularly the more southern groups have been saying, "Ah, oh, VTX timing is never going to be reliable enough. It's never going to work. You know, it's always going to be INAPS, um, the transponders. It's going to have to be that way because it's just never going to be reliable enough." And then you lot all proved it worked. And then everyone went, "Oh, uh, we'll do that then. That's a lot easier." And it's so much easier for pilots because they ain't gone muck about with five volt out and three volt out here and all that lot you can just turn up as long as you've got a good vtx do you do you have to have a certain vtx to run in your we pretty much try and say um to use well we say to use a, a ce marked um vtx so especially it means use a unifier or a tramp basically right um there's there's another couple that i can't remember off the top and there is another couple of vtx's that are are quite good um i think Maytech do one that um, the timers pick up quite good, but we pr we don't nail it in. But it's it's highly suggested you, you use a, a unifier or trap. Don't don't turn up with a Chinese five quid VTX, which yeah. says it's twenty five milliwatt and is never. Yeah, you turn you turn up with a cheap Chinese um, VTX and the timer doesn't pick you up. That's everyone's just going to laugh at you. And you're going to get no sympathy from anyone. <laughs> so how do you how do you control your bubble and do you do a run first and count everyone in or how does it work don't get i'm not quite catching sorry do, do you do you do a like um uh you know practice and make sure every, everything works fine because yeah so well, different aren't typically they? we start the day off um well going back we, we've got a little bit of scrutineering so some of the groups have got the the we immersion wand so we'll wand everyone um it, it, it obviously it can't pick up the channels and stuff, but nine times out of ten, the video problems we've found is because someone's got a broken VTX or a broken antenna, sorry. Um, so usually we can identify that at sign-in. They can go away and fix their things. Um, we'll run two practice rounds typically, unless the weather's mental, and we'll maybe run a third one. Um, and then five rounds of quality, and then finals. Cool. It sounds good. I mean, anything to not 
muck around with your race squad. It sounds good to me. Yeah, yeah it's, it seems like a, just a so much easier system to like for the pilots, for the organisers. I mean, I remember, you know, and I've seen so many events where you have like lone transponders and all that kind of stuff, and it's like, no, never again. Mm, God, I that. remember them days. Uh, um, yeah, have you got uh, with with your particular Scottish weather? Do you have to make any considerations with your tracks? Like, do you have to make them particularly indoor bigger really? gates or something? <laughs> no, no, not really. Um, though, no. Typically, you just you throw up a field and it's th- you go with it. Um, the exception of that is I run a race um, back in Easter um, at the local high school. We've we've got access to an athletics track there, and the wind was absolutely ridiculous. So we've got these um, these big rings that everybody hates, um, and the wind was catching you just as you were going through the rings, <laughs> and it was pushing you off to the side. So when we ran our second round, which was the last round of our overall series, we kind of made sure that the rings were facing into the wind, so you weren't getting crosswind out of the out through it. But um, you don't have to do too much. It's pretty much normal setup. Plus, like you're you're acting like you know the temperatures are a million miles different. I think Scotland gets about a two degree difference than the rest of the U- UK. It's just London is just like an oven because it's packed full of people who hate each other. <laughs> and it's the hate it's the hate that makes everything hotter, I think. <laughs> That's probably the best thing you've ever said on this program. I could say better things. <laughs> that was I'm trying to trying to behave tonight. Okay. We've also got coming up the uh, the British Championships, um, which is coming up soon i can't remember how soon actually i did know and now i've forgotten but that's coming up soon and there's 20th september i think yeah and there's um i think is this the first year or is this the second year where we've had particular places for based on the regions and i think it's the first year for regions i think so and so there's there's some particularly uh given up um, you know, sort of set aside specially for the, the Scottish League, I guess, right? Yeah, um, I think in past years, like I think last year we had sort of different organisation running running the races and um, the organiser Alan organised things with the BDRA and got got certain places. We um, we basically got all the Scottish groups together to to form a little group. Um, and I think it came down with the, the regional series is if you could run a race that qualified as a regional race um, for every race you put on, you got a spot. Um, so we, we put on eight races. We, we were hoping each one was going to get enough numbers to qualify. We had two races up in Aberdeen and it was a bit of a trek for everyone down in Glasgow and Edinburgh. So we weren't 100% sure if those races were we're quite going to qualify as regional races, but pulled it off. They got the numbers, um, and we ended up getting getting seven seven races to qualify as regionals. So, um, I think we've managed to get the eight because the last one might have been a BC as well. I can't quite remember. 
So you guys in Scotland, uh, the British champs, are hoping for rain and wind. <laughs> yeah, so it's, it's like flying up, up back home. Yeah, so <laughs> that's what happened in Florida. Last time I flew, I flew a race was April in Florida. And uh, excuse me. And uh, <laughs> everyone's flat out of hell, and then it clouded over, and the wind got up, and I took first base <laughs> just because it felt like home. <laughs> So you guys would probably benefit from cloudy thunder and rain. Not that it's like that at all times in Scotland. It does have nice days. But you've had... Well, you say that, but I, I, where I used to work, we used to talk all the time to, to Greenock, which is somewhere up in Scotland, and they, they had a saying about they could look out and there was apparently this island there, and it was, if you can't see it, it's raining. If you can see it, it's just about to rain. It's literally... <laughs> That's it. It's it's going to rain there. I suppose a, a more pertinent question is how many deep fries Mars bars have you had? <laughs> just getting back to Scottish culture now. This is what I know about. Well, that's what I thought. A triple, uh, what was it? Triple heat. Triple final. Triple mince. Yeah, triple final. Yeah, it was like three deep fried Mars bars. You eat them all at once, then you die. <laughs> well. The triple hype, heart bypass you need after them. <laughs> yeah, everyone's got one. We've got Kelsey in the chat. I wonder if she ever goes up Scotland flying. Oh, where hasn't she been? A little yeah. stop out. She's everywhere. If you look yeah, on Instagram. I know. Like, uh, me and Andy were flying with her, and then you look on her Instagram the next day, and like she's by the sea, and I'm like, we couldn't have been any further away from the sea. <laughs> They, yeah, she, they do some crazy traveling, those guys. She's got a dead taxi to use. That's like nonstop. Yeah. Are you just sore because you had to be the dad taxi? Yes. It's annoying. <laughs> you're, you're, if anyone's wondering, it's back to school for curry kitten. <laughs> dad, I'm going for lunch at 12. I want to be picked up at 2. That ruined. Just about time to go back, eat something, and come back and get me again. Yeah. You could eat life. with them and stare at them, like eat your mouthful of hate. Yeah. I'll teach them. I embarrass them good enough just for spotting them. <laughs> uh, um, what's the what's the weekend thing that we're going to? Uh, Frank, Tony, and maybe me. Well, I'm going to Headgorn this weekend, which is a advent in Headgorn. <laughs> Headgorn. Oh, it's a place. Yeah. Yeah, so we're going to the Southern Model Air Show, I think is the proper name of the event, in Headcorn in Kent. Uh, uh, that's that's almost France. That is what are you doing? Much. I know you. If you travel down, you get a nosebleed, mate. Yeah, I definitely would. <laughs> if my car, my car wouldn't make it that far. No, no chance. Isn't that like massively southeast rather than south? I like to think of myself as south. Okay. Well, 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 I I typed it and I can see, I can see France Ooh. in the same shot. So it's it's pretty. Uh, it depends how far away you're looking from, though. It's like it, ethics way, isn't it? It looks pretty close to France to me. <laughs> uh, yeah, Kent, Kent Maidstone. Yeah, south of Maidstone. Oh right, yeah, Kent. Okay. Yeah. Tony, fact, everyone. Tony doesn't know where Essex is. Worrying me. It's, it's above Kent, isn't it? Yeah. Essex is massive, though, isn't it? It's like it's, isn't it? 
Isn't it like a county? It's huge. Well, it's it's uh, it's the birthplace of radio. That's all I'm gonna say. I used to do a lot of karting. They've got a kart track in in Brentwood. That's Essex, isn't it? Yep, that is that is old Essex. Mm, yes, I used to do some karting, some racing down there. Nice little track in Brentwood. You come from there, Jack. Yep. I come from <laughs> Chelmsford, Essex. Um, Charles Dickens said it was the most boring spot on earth. I thought Jack came from Whitehorse. That's why he hates it. No. Is that why Katie Price lives there, though? She lives she in Brighton. I thought she I, she lived... Uh, less, when, what are we uh, talking about? This is what happens. Sorry. Gav. Uh, uh, we do Tony this. forgets your totally name. Go off topic. Well, I forget. We talk about a load of bollocks. Tony forgets his own name sometimes. Well, I need Dem- Let's play win. Dementia. Where are we going this weekend, Essex? Yeah, ask Ken. Um, where did I get this dog? Um, <laughs> that's how I imagine. I got no, two dogs. That was quite where did good. I get where did, two dogs? Where did this come from? Yeah. yeah. yeah so, like, Gary. After the uh, the um, the nationals in a, a couple of weeks' time, um, and the seasonal resets, are you going to be jumping back into doing loads more events, B- BQEs and, and things, or are you going to be doing like loads of tiny whooping over the, as as the as the weather presumably gets as bad as, as it has been here recently, or what what's your plans for the rest of the year? I I can't see me putting on another event this year. Um, I think the Glasgow guys are going to put an event on um, just to make up for the, the one that got cancelled. Um, we've got quite a, a regular tiny whoop night through in Edinburgh pretty much every Wednesday. Um, so there's there's talk about doing loads of whooping through the winter and getting a wee, a wee whoop league on the go or something, but um, nothing sort of planned yet. Just take it as it goes, really. Nice. Um What's what's the name of the the group? I mean, do you do you run it, or are you just kind of running the events, or what's what's the group? It's all sort. Of, it's very sort of loosely thrown together. Um, we've got a little a little group where all the there's like a rep for each of the, the Scotland groups. So there's you know we talk guy from Aberdeen, guy from Glasgow, guy from Fife. We all sort of you know work work between us and um, organise things and. They've got guys that you know help them put on the events. So if anyone is going to Edinburgh at any point sometime soon and they want to see if there's a tiny whoop event going on, is there anywhere particular they can find out? There's a couple of places on Facebook. There's the Edinburgh FPV community page. Um, that's the overall community for, for sort of flying in Edinburgh. And then... Um, our group that puts on the events is the Edinburgh Drone Racing. You can find that on Facebook as well. And we'll, we'll put the events up on that and then share them around. And, and we'll have to keep an eye on you as well, because it, it seems like any any new change in racing that you come up with, we'll, we'll get to eventually. So we'll just stay at the head of the curve by watching what you're doing. Well, we've we've been trying to do... like We, we thought we were behind the curve. Um, so we were we were trying to come more in line with, with everything down south. Um, like last year, a lot of the races used the, the fastest three consecutive laps as your qualifying. And we were like, no, we've got to change that. We've got to get in line with everything else. 
and now there's talk of everyone else going back to that. So, <laughs> so, so you're hipster race organizers, that's what you're saying. That's it. Trendsetters. Yeah. Mr. Frost is in the chat. Is he one of your um, guys that you're sending down to yeah, the champs? Yeah, he, he is indeed. Um, I think there's, there's eight of them um, all coming down. I think I'm going to pop down myself. I don't have a, a ticket unless... Unless I can bump off one more guy because I qualified, <laughs> I qualified tenth. Uh, one one's cancelled, so if I can bump one more guy off, I can race myself. That guy, <laughs> that guy absolutely destroyed us on Velocidrome, didn't he, Mister Thrust? Remember ages ago? Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's like right. a alien yeah. flying. Or something. Me and Jack met the Scottish guys at the first ever British Nationals. Mm. Couldn't Thrust. understand what they were saying. Of others, they took us under their wing, yeah. But they were really they taught us how to survive in harsh climates, yes, because it rained and stuff, and they had everything that we needed. They were good guys, harsh climates. (laughs) 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 Me me and Frank have never looked at Nutella the same ever again. (laughs) Oh, since Ragley Hall, yeah, yeah. Oh, my god, that was a Uh, grim weekend. Horrendous. I'm surprised I've got all my toes. They didn't like freeze off and snap. <laughs> it was like the how I didn't die of pneumonia, I don't know. This episode was recorded in front of a live online audience, downloaded and edited to make sense when it's played audio only, censored to please the iTunes people, hosted on the internet, forwarded through to your podcast provider, downloaded, playing on your device, and is now playing in your ears. All thanks to our Patreons. Consider joining them and you'll also get other online benefits. Find out more at patreon.com forward slash let's drone out. Does anyone remember NJ? I remember him. He's a nice guy. I don't... I recall something about him, but... I can't remember what he looks like. Well, if you saw his last Instagram post, there was a picture of him holding a guitar with about 120,000 people behind him. That or this? I think, yeah. Which one would you choose? (laughs) I think I know which life I would choose. I think he's very busy. He's got a busy schedule. Uh, It'd be nice to have him on. But I think Peter Marshall, who is not invisible this week, Sounds like you need to do a train spotting type voiceover of like choose life, choose FPV in, instead of choosing like fame and fortune and playing guitar in front of well, houses. Well, even I'm choosing. You reckon he cut his legs off his finger and his hand? I don't think he would. Mm. What? What? What the hell does <laughs> that mean? and Curry were streaming the most disturbing game in the world last night. Jack was like, "Oh, this will be a funny little detective game," and it. I want to. But Jack cut off most of his own limbs and then sacrificed a baby. <laughs> Not in real life. Very, Not in a very, life. very similar to real life. I mean, you could have said that and I'd have believed it, to be honest. You download this game, you're going on a serious list. They're watching you now. Oh, man. I uninstalled it. <laughs> He's already um, on a I miss bit. NJ as well. So, Andy RC, if I hold something up, can you no, no, I fell, I fell for that the last time, and we we were in the disabled toilets, and <laughs> <laughs> and you took advantage. Yeah, he did. So, like, what can I do about not enough memory? Script error. 
what can you do about not enough memory? Oh my! Well, you, you, oh man, what are you doing? Do I have to talk about this? I mean, it can't be NDA because it's on Banggood. Oh no, no, it's not NDA. It's just a. It's just talking about another controversial product that that I I just. <laughs> well, donation. Thank God. I well, I tell you what, if you are, I've got a X90 discontinued version and you are running out of memory because it's six years old, maybe you could pick up the new version that has got a bigger Did I tell you about the new Tyrannus? So that, that's what I was working yeah, on. Yeah, I mean, I, I happen to be on GitHub and mm. I noticed that something's missing. Do you see anything missing? I don't see anything missing. No. God, you're not biting. And nobody else knows what you're talking about except for Andy. Ah, oh, do you know why? Uh, it's not missing. Th this, uh, I I've got, sh shall I, I mean, shall I talk about this for a bit? Yeah. I, I mean, I've got a video. Look, this, this is what happens to me, right? I switch my transmitter on. <laughs> <laughs> well, the fact that it's saying Sega has taken up quite a bit of memory already. <laughs> yeah, and then I go menu, and then I go to my SD card, and then I go Crossfire, and then I, I go into that, and I go Crossfire Lua, execute, and then it says waiting for Crossfire devices, which is not a good... And sometimes it says error. Yeah, it yeah. kind of helps if I'm on a Crossfire model so that my external modules are powered. That so, might help. Yeah, so I found a lot of stuff out today. Um, it's Oh, man, the video is probably going to be about 40 minutes long. But, uh, well, don't worry, you've only got, you've <laughs> only got 20. I'm just going to interrupt. NJ uh, must have been listening in because he's... Uh, NJ, if, if you hear this, I'm sorry about mentioning Sophie Ellis-Bexter. He sent a picture into our Let's Run Out chat and he's at the um, theatre, but next week I'm down, he said. So NJ may be back next week. Thanks uh, for listening I, in, I've NJ. even got a bottle of Jack's Tears for how much I miss NJ. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Is that how much you've cried over? Oh, no, oh I NJ! <laughs> I've got all my electronics wet. Great. Right, it's better than what's usually called covered over your face. <laughs> <laughs> Look, it happened once in that disabled toilet and you won't let it go. You see, you see in Scotland they deep fry things, but down south they like sticking things up their bum, is what I've learned. <laughs> Only in Brighton. Apparently. Yeah. I, any, anything, that's, anything goes up there. Socket set, this lighter. <laughs> And back to uh, the racing scene. But Andy, Tyrannus, that's a thing, right? Right, so th this is the this is the very poorly titled uh, X90 plus SE 2019 edition. I think it's poorly titled because when you put a date at the end, when you put a date at the end of something, it kind of suggests that next year, you're going to have to buy the 2020 version. Is it going to be like FIFA? Every year they just release a new model, but they won't put anything in. They just scribble out the 19 and put 20 in. So 
when when I first saw this and and like powered it up and everything, I was like, because I've been trying to be unbiased about FR Sky because I reviewed the X Lite Pro, and when that turned up, it just basically had the access protocol on it and nothing else. Um, Oh, disclaimer, Andy's talking. talking. Any views expressed by any guest on this show are personal and may not reflect the views of host or the participant of the show, and we'd like to pretend Andy is talking. Plus, please excuse awful Scottish accents that he uh, may or may not do. Please continue, please, Andy. Please do another one. Can you do the rest of this in a Scottish no, accent? And no, someone no. Got people donate to listen to it. Someone Tony, stop talking. near this near their PC because all I can hear is mobile phone stuff. Andy, please do the rest of it in a Scottish accent. No offence to anyone. <laughs> you can't say when you say no offence. That just means I'm allowed to be offensive. My problem is I can only do Scottish words that have been said in still game. So when a word comes along that I've not heard in still game, it doesn't work. <laughs> <coughs> so back to English. You've got, you've got a Scottish resource there. You've hooked me in. And how now, do you say Tyrannis, Gav? I can't say Tyrannis in a Scottish accent, I don't think. Tyrannis, <laughs> is, that, is that how you'd say it? it rolls rolls over over him, mate. You just roll the R's a lot. And that kind roll, of does most give us of an example. The R's. Roll, roll the R's. The Tyrannis. The Tyrannis. Aye, that's it. It's a piece of Tyrannis. At first, at first, I thought it was a piece of sh**, but now I really like it. <laughs> <laughs> you're, you're, you're in. Uh, no, right, okay. Uh, I don't know what. Just watch my video. Uh, <laughs> Have you released it? No, it's probably going. I'm, I'm seeing Lee tomorrow. I'm seeing Painless tomorrow, so it's probably going to be Saturday when it comes out. But I filmed it and everything. When, uh, when are these on? When are they on sale? You can get. You can buy them now. The problem is, I. In short, I wouldn't buy it now. It's it's if you bought it now, you'd be an early adopter because um, it, it's got all it's got is uh, the access protocol uh, D16 and that LR12 is that long range something or other, and then oh, it, that's, that's the thing in then the. But, the, the X9 Lite didn't have LR12, did it? Yeah, so they've added they've they've added that. Yeah, this is this is the thing. This is the problem. Uh, is that like each time a new product comes out, they've developed OpenTX a little bit more, so you've got something else on it. So what I will say, okay, I'll I'll say, it. I wouldn't I wouldn't get it now. Because... But I haven't got enough memory, kind of like Tony. So, so like, so it comes with the, with the external with the external module. You can only use uh, the XJT module. You can't use a multi module, uh, and you can use the R9 system, but not the access. But if you install a nightly build. Which you want, which you it, when you do install a nightly build, you turn it on and it says this is a nightly build. Do not fly, right? But I install the nightly build. Crossfire works, Lee. So it's it's not restricted hardware-wise. They've they've caved and it's. 
going to do Crossfire fully. It has multi-module. It has R9 access. It's got everything that you can do on the current X9D, but it's got more memory. So it, it does Lewis scripts. It's got... Um, what is strange is that it no longer supports a 3S voltage. It supports 2S. And the reason for that is it's got a built-in charge circuit through the USB port that uses... Um, it, it, uh, it only charges lithium-ion. Uh, yet it doesn't come with the battery. You have to buy the battery separate, but it's 3,000 milliamp 2S. Um, so... In short, I wouldn't buy it now, but if the, if they act on all of these nightly build promises and that gets released as a proper version, it's going to be an absolute beast, this thing, because it's the same form factor, same ergonomics, whole sensor gimbals. I'm trying to think what it's got. Um, oh, yeah. It's got... Um, I'm not, I think this is going to be a love-hate thing. It's got a a scroll wheel here instead of the four buttons. So that's taken some time to get used to. But other than that, yeah, it, it's, uh, it's, it's a funny one. Because uh, first of all, they said access was going to be available on the X9D eventually. Uh, but they failed to mention that you'd have to buy a brand new X9D that's got completely different hardware inside. So... Um, yeah, the the communication's been a bit sketchy, and it, it seems like even they don't know the full direction. For example, if you want access on the, Q, I found this out. You know the Q, is it the QX7? That's a popular transmitter, uh, and the Horus. They're both going to have to have new boards, which they're going to sell separate to put in them. Uh, so, be, so they're not discontinuing those. Um, the the X Lite, the first version, has already been discontinued. So you can only get the X Lite S and the X Lite Pro. So that's how they've sorted that out. But yeah, it's all a little bit messy at the moment. So I ended the video saying I'm going to be sticking with my current gear until this overtakes it software-wise. And if it does, then it's going to be the the go-to transmitter. Is it bigger than the old one, or exactly the same? I've got the very, molding. very, very first one, which same, apparently was smaller. Same molding, apart from obviously this here. Japan radio scroll wheel. Yeah, although it's uh, a common misconception that FR Sky. Uh, like copied the JR system. That's not true. They were an up, they were an off the shelf mold that you could buy uh, from a company called uh, I think they're called KST. Don't quote me on that, but it'll be in my video because uh, I can't remember the name. But uh, they did it. They bought the molds as an off the shelf product to save money so that they could develop the internals so that it could be a cheap, affordable transmitter but compete with Futaba. And then they come out with this access thing and those letters about, it doesn't make sense to me why uh, those letters with Jumper went out, knowing that um, if they're using the same hardware, 
as the, like the others, it's inferior. So if you're going to use the Lewis scripts with the the jumper stuff, you're going to have the same problems. Perhaps they were worried that they could retrofit the boards that they were going to release to upgrade the Q7 and the Horus. That's that's my theory, but I I can't. That just it's just a guess. That is. I'm still um, going to watch your video. I think it's yeah. the E9 four nine uh no er394 chrissy asks props off i've had an issue where the er349 does a sudden yaw when coming off the throttle after a full throttle punch out so i would appreciate advice on a better tune tune master what do you su suggest uh, was that the was that the, the ER version? Did he say or the or the diatone version? Because the ER, ER. Version, that's the Ishin version, isn't it? Yeah, it yeah. says the ER Ishin was the SX, wasn't it? Say again. Wasn't the Ishin the three four nine SX? No, no, no. That that was the the three six nine SX was the diatone one. The ER oh, okay. the ER that was Ishin. The E stood for Ishin, and then the yeah. Mine was uh, over there, but I can't see the box. I'm pretty so sure mine. Know. I'm pretty sure mine flew okay out of the box, but I did come up with a tune for the diatone three four nine. But when you say uh, it's so, he's doing a punch out and it's yawing after the punch out. I yes. would sudden yaw. After the punch, out. I would say that that was probably something to do with the anti gravity gain, yeah, maybe you need more eye or something. Uh, yeah, I, I, I gain issue probably. Uh, yeah, maybe, maybe, uh, either too little or too much, but I'd experiment with your eye term, yeah. uh, yeah, and the uh, eye term relax, uh, make sure, make sure it's RPY. And not RP because um, RP is roll and pitch, but uh, yeah, it, it, it's, it's a difficult one. I, I get asked all these questions, but unless you've got it there, you know, in front of you, it's it's kind of it's kind of tricky to diagnose. But uh, yeah, it sounds like a, an item problem. Yeah. So I'd look into that. Hey, we got an email today from a viewer that ran into a problem. I, I, I will summarise his email rather than reading it. Basically, he was flying um, in London. He was in sort of a, a common area in, in a gated community he, he lives, and the concierge called the police on him. They came round asking if he took photos of peoples and flats, and he's saying he only took peoples at the horizon of the sunset, and the police left, uh, didn't take any further action but he's obviously a bit concerned about it he's like he understands the rules about 30 meters away from landing and taking off and 50 meters distance from vehicles people buildings so he, he wants more info about where you can or cannot fly drones especially in london which i guess is a tricky area although i found that the, the most interesting part about that mail i i thought was about the pictures and what you're allowed to take pictures of or video because Unless you're actually going out and spying on someone, you're going to be using the images for terrorism 
or something like that. You, whoa, you're actually whoa, free whoa. to take pictures of anything. Disclaimer, come on. All I was I've, I've already read about. it. I was just saying FR Sky, and you just said terrorism, and that. <laughs> well, that's that's a, that's well, one of the flag up now because you both said it twice. Right. Bombs, <laughs> bombs in Tony's house, <laughs> under the bed. That's already done, Gatwick. This <laughs> this comes up quite often. Um, I often hear about like police, not, oh, not police asking for uh, SD cards out of people's like cameras because they're saying you're not allowed to take pictures of this. Even like people have been in. I remember reading this on the register, like people in like Trafalgar Square or Buckingham Palace taking pictures of it, and they said, you can't take pictures of this, you might be using it for terrorism. It's like, what's, apart from the fact it's a national landmark, they've got no rights to ask to take pictures off you. So so one thing is, it's like, well, it's it's none of your business what I'm doing. As long as I'm not running after yeah. people and spying on people, I, I can take pictures of what I like. There's, there's no actual right for people in a public place um, to... to not have their photos taken unless you're doing it for commercial purposes where you might be publishing it and they're identifiable that's a different thing if you're just flying around filming stuff you can do what you like but as for the position of where you can fly i'd probably defer to frank as a <laughs> london resident and expert on all things the law yeah, yeah so... because of him and his little painless relationship yeah, yeah. Um... i remember when pain used to like me more yeah, well, that was before he met oh, you. Me, me, me and poor Andy R.C. left out in the cold like a couple of orphans. That's not true. I was just killing babies with you last night. Yep. Uh, we don't oh, talk about that. This is so going to get flagged up. Terrorism, <laughs> killing babies, the Queen has been mentioned. There's nothing that your Alexa hasn't oh heard before. Tony, Tony Gatwick. Tony Gatwick. Hashtag. Another one. Free Danny. I, mean, I don't you... want that hashtag of Tony Dungatwick because I was there. Yeah, exactly. He admits it. the crime. You admit it. on top of that van flying thing. Do not use that in the um, editing, please. <laughs> Editor, send that to me. No. <laughs> he's going to have that as his... Yeah. He's going to replace the Sega thing, that is. <laughs> <laughs> that week, I was there. Oh, God. <laughs> Well, anyway, yeah, back to the question. Uh, so there's a few things that I think are important. Uh, unfortunately, it's I, I can't get the stream off of watching Curry, so Curry's now just the face of LDO for, for him. Oh, mine's still on Gav. It's been on him yeah, all day. It's, it's been on Gav all the yeah, time. It's face in Scotland. Sorry. I'm looking at Curry. I can see his Curry. Does you know talking about him? Does it make you hungry? <laughs> it makes me hungry sometimes. Do they have haggis uh, curry out there? Haggis that's curry. racist, Tony. Have had haggis curry no. <laughs> Have anyway. you ever had iron brew and milk? No, iron brew now thanks to the uh, sugar tax. Sorry about that. Everything because of the sugar tax, though, isn't it? We just. To pay it and keep does uh, it. does Iron Brew reach as far south as, as you, Jack? Because I can just buy it. No, it goes. Uh, definitely. Are you serious? You didn't no. get... can't get it. Stop oh, on the supermarket as the like import stuff. Like American switch just over from places afar. Does that mean I'm northern if I can get Iron Brew? Yeah, man. Yep. If you can get Iron Brew, you're northern. Just talk over us, Frank. Just <laughs> shut up, shut up, shut it's up. Just, yeah. <laughs> So, 
in addition to the 30 meters when taking off and landing and the 50 meters uh, during a flight, there is also 150 meters separation required from crowds and built up areas or congested areas is, is the terminology. Um, and there's a definition that this is something that I'm, I'm going to do a video with painters on because this is a new definition that I didn't wasn't aware of because I hadn't read every page of the ANO, but there, oh, there, there is a definition. Brain. I know failure. Uh, there is a definition of a congested area, which is any area that is substantially used for industrial, commercial, residential or recreational purposes. So that's that, that's where I'm kind of thinking that it kind of means nowhere. But um, the the <laughs> CAA uh, have said that it's it's kind of a bit more ambiguous than that, and it's intentionally so. And there's a lot of kind of fluff around it. Um, but it, it basically means don't fly hun within 150 meters of the city, um, which kind of precludes any flying in cities um but they've also like it's it's from what i are can are you tell, allowed to take off in the queen's park no so okay, so most parks in, in the city london are a no-go yeah the, the, Royal... the congested area is an interesting thing as well because if any of you guys watched i used to do these these meets called mad dogs from ages ago and it was in a cricket field in oxfordshire yeah. Um, just outside a very small village. And we actually had a CAA guy look at, at the place and he defined that as a congested area, despite the fact that it was more countryside than you could ever imagine, that the, the ambiguity of what a congested area is was, was always quite bad. And therefore is a congested area by the technical definition. But they've also <sighs> said that... It's, it's kind of, I think they're very unlikely to actually care about that unless you're actually causing some other trouble and they're trying to get you on something, um, is what they've kind of said reading between the lines. So it's, it's, it's really annoying, it's a bit stupid, but there we go. Um, so there is that to be aware of. Uh, there's also the uh, no-fly zones, obviously, around airports, but there are other ones as well. Um, so around Buckingham Palace, there is one around the MI5 building, all this kind of thing. There's there's extra little no fly zones um, that that you have to be aware of. Um, the best place to see most of those is noflydrones.co.uk is what I use to get at least a, an idea. Um, what I'm kind of disappointed about is that we don't have one single place where we can find out all this kind of stuff because uh, if you go on the the french equivalent um of the caa they have a lovely map that written down to the buildings and like levels of villages and all this kind of thing says don't fly here can fly here kind of thing um which it would be kind of nice to have um and we don't have that in the uk we just have kind of Here's some, you know, someone has put together a tool. They're not an official body or anything. It's just they've they've collected no TAMs, which are the notifications to airmen and general kind of different sources of information and collected it together. And it's not official. And other people can add their own things that were completely like just made up. Um, 
it's the you know if you own a building somewhere or even if you don't if you just feel like i want to have my contact details put on this map to say if you want to fly a drone here contact me first and you can do that on noflydrones.co.uk um but it's you know so it's not an official thing you couldn't go to the police and go look there's nothing on here see it's fine um but it's it's a good kind of first pass to see is there something i don't know about um but yeah i'll tell you what i would really like to see as well just going somewhere in a big open space and have a sign that says drones welcome here wouldn't that be a that would be nice yeah um so that's and that's the other thing there's there are model fields around the country where you can fly model aircraft and say things like you know if you have uh, insurance public liability insurance up to this amount then you can fly here for more you know between these hours on these days is there are places like that and i've been and i've flown at many of those but um they're not centrally recorded anywhere you can't look them up you just have to kind of stumble across them um, we need an ldo app yeah well no 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 we don't <laughs> it'd probably be wrong wouldn't it every yeah. time it's just like there's someone in the chat like a lot of mate, it's Harry Haggis, FBV's in the chat. I mean, that is definitely someone from Scotland. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry to interrupt yeah, you. Yeah. The, the other thing is there's also loads of places that specifically ban you from flying model aircraft or drones or whatever else um, that you wouldn't know unless you trawl through the local council's things or they come and <clears throat> shout at you. And and that's not good either. I I think that's just kind of it's not really fair. We need to if you're going to record local bylaws and try and enforce them, then you shouldn't just hide them in a filing cabinet in a in a toilet um, cubicle in the basement. Marks beware of the tiger. It's it's not on. Um, and no, and be... and the other thing there is people may ask you not to fly there, but. They, they need a better reason than they don't want you to. Yeah. I mean, if it's private property, that's one thing. But if they're saying it's not allowed here, then you need to say, well, can you point me to the bylaw and I'll check it out? Yeah. Unless they're in a specific, like, owned bit. It's, it's someone's what, what, property or something. What are the best reasons you've heard for people not wanting you to fly there? My personal favourite is it upsets my dog. <laughs> oh, yeah, I had that. Uh, yeah, like uh, last week. Yeah, so um, yeah. Did, did I have it? Did I read the disclaimer again? Did I say? Well, Andy's one? talking. <laughs> that's not a disclaimer. That's just a warning. <laughs> See previous disclaimer. <laughs> yeah. So um, yeah, I was I, I was in in the middle of a, a like a review and uh, some uh, local. Uh, lads came and joined like their fans. They they watched the channel and stuff, um, and yeah, they, um, so, like some of them uh, got like uh, really young members of like family with them, and uh, I, I was fly I was flying around, and uh, this this ladies I think like. Uh, would you can you can't say pitbull? Is it Staff, Staffordshire Bull Terrier? Would you say because pitbulls are banned, aren't they? Pitbulls are not allowed in this country. Well, it was one of them. <laughs> it was one of them, as as the Scottish would say, devil dugs. That's how they say it. 
Well, the right? nanny, the nanny dog that we all talked about two weeks ago was a really nice dog, Staffy. But the news have made them bad, yeah? That one? Yeah, that one. That well, anyway, anyways, like, you know, uh, quite a lot of time, at the time, the owners love it because, uh, and, and this particular dog uh, has, has been doing this for, for, for quite some time. When I'm flying around, obviously the dog starts to chase you. And uh, so, so I was with these, um, you know, there, there's a couple of adults and some kids and um so so i'm just fly, flying around and stuff you know uh tr tr trying to like stay stay away from the dog really but obviously the dog's chasing and and, and the, the lady comes up swearing her head off she, and saying uh uh what she, she said when my when you see my dog can you land that effing thing and i said she said it's scaring my dog and uh Obviously, it's not scaring the dog. No, otherwise, it would run the other way. It would run the other way. So, so there's that. So, so um, I just said, um, "Would you, could you just mind your language, please?" Because there's some children here, and she just went. She just shook her head and <laughs> walked away. Yeah. So I had had that recently. Um, that was a, that was a weird one. Uh, you get it. You get it sometimes, but. Uh, you know, in general, pe people are interested more than not. You know, but you do get the. I I, I was a, I was a bit like, you know. My my my, my uh, quadcopter doesn't all over this field and require a bin, and a man that has to come and pick it up. Uh, your thing does. So why why do you have more rights than me? And why is it not on a lead if it's so scared of everything you know uh, i didn't say any of that <laughs> but that i have to say there's there's thought. very little um control of dogs when people think they're in a place where they can let dogs go i don't know about you guys but if you've got your stuff over the floor dogs are obviously very excited and they run up to people and i get my stuff jumped over all the time and i almost never say anything but sometimes i get like stuff covered in it's, and when I'm in my goggles, I take my glasses off and that gets put on the floor. And if a dog's run over there, I turn into like, it's an episode of Scooby-Doo. I'm searching around <laughs> on the floor for my glasses, trying to find them. So, you know, I think dog owners could be a little bit more <laughs> respectful as well. Yeah, Because <laughs> my dog likes, if, if he sees like a picnic blanket out, she, she knows that there's food there and we'll go and jump on it. So I put her on the lead because I know that's going to happen. If, if yeah. other people know their dogs are going to jump on people, then take action to stop them doing it. And if they're going to run after a quad and you don't want them to, put them on the lead. It's, it's pretty easy. Yeah, responsible dog uh, owners should put them on, on a lead. And the thing is, she's saying, can you land? And I'm like, I can't land because your dog's chasing it. So if I land, it's going to get props in its face, you know. The best thing for you to do is put it on a lead and then I can land it but she wasn't willing to do that. So uh, what I do is I go to the other side of the field where the dog's there, and then I bomb it back faster than the dog and land in a safe place and go and grab it. I've gotten quite good at that. One, um, one woman wanted me to hover in place so she could retrieve her dog and then got all uppity with me because I was, like, moving around. I was like, I can't – this is not a quad I can hover. 
if I'm hovering, yeah. I'm looking up in the yeah. air. I can't see if I'm over your head. So no, I'm going to have to take it away. I, I had one lady say, uh, will you land that thing? So uh, she's standing next to me. And of course, uh, I came in for landing and she said, get that thing away from me. And I said, you've just asked me to land it. She said, yes, go and land it over the other side of the field. And I, I'm like, <laughs> uh, no, no. First of all, I, I'm, I don't have to land it. I'm just doing so because you're being a see you next Tuesday. And um, Disclaimer. And that yeah. is far too far to walk for a northerner. Uh, plus, if, plus if I... Yeah, uh, yeah, exactly. Also, it's the north. Someone will nick it if he lands it anywhere else. <laughs> yeah. It's been there for five seconds. Uh, all of these people, though, look, aren't, aren't local people. Luckily, so it's it's people that like go. Oh, this field's I've not been here before. Oh, there's a guy buzzing a thing around, uh, and you know I have the I have the right of way with my pooing machine. I do, love dogs. Do you, do you go off to people and say, "Excuse, this is a local field for local people. <laughs> we don't want your kind here." <laughs> I love I love dogs more than people. Which it's the owners that are the problem, not the dogs. Always the owners. Mm-hmm. Well, as, as a last little note, two dogs ahead. As a last little note, before um, uh, before we sign off, because it has come to that time, um, Fraser Steen in the chat is asking for some help um, contacting local MPs um, because his local park uh, is being subjected to a public spaces protection order. Um, that is going to basically mean he's not allowed to fly there anymore. Um, uh, yeah. Haven't they got? Shouldn't they be sorting out Brexit rather than like you know parks and drones and things? Yeah, you think? <laughs> you think so? Wouldn't so you? Yeah, drones, project, uh, terrorism on Brexit. Yeah. I I I only learnt yesterday what eyes to the right and nose to the left mean i thought they meant eyes and nose <laughs> and on that note jack can you sign us off before andy goes on a, on a, on a dangerous political spiel yep no worries thank you very much for listening to let's drone out you have been joined by andrew slash frank bye ability rc that's you andy oh sorry what did you what did you call me <laughs> <laughs> Liability, RC. Get it up, yeah, yeah, we got it. Uh, my little Tony. Bonjour. The curry kitten. Goodbye. The sweaty. That's you, Gav. <laughs> <laughs> nah, trust me, I sweat way more. I, I, that's why I'm so good at the Scottish accent. I think yep. uh, something's going on there. It's, it's Cockney Ryan thing. So, bye, Gav. All right. Cheers. Cheers. That is, that is how we talk without letting you Scottish people know what we're talking about. <laughs> or each other by the sounds of it. Yeah, we don't even know what we're talking about. And I've yeah. been bright. Bye. Thank you very much, guys. See you next week. Like, subscribe, donate to the Patreon, or just send money directly to Andrew Fash Frank in an envelope. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Hello, and you're listening to Let's Drone Out, the best drone-based podcast in the world. 
we would like to thank all of our patrons, including my hatred. Hello, and you're listening to Let's Drone Out, the best drone-based podcast in the world. We would like to thank all of our patrons, including... <laughs> oh, for God's sake. This is not happening I anymore. Dread. Hello, and you're listening to Let's Drone Out, the best drone-based podcast on the internet. We would like to thank our patrons, including... Dread. And also... Art Faulkner. And lastly... That's it. We've we've only got two Patreons that donate to have their name read out. But if you want your name read out, go to this link. HTTPS colon forward slash forward slash www.patreon.com forward slash let's drone out. Telemetry lost.